me to change They want me to change But I ain't changing Nah I remain the same And you are not tuned in to Another episode of Intellectually Petty Radio brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. Men make moves and suckers stand still. And as always on the mighty, mighty, mighty Nerve DJs Radio Network. Um, And come on, bro. At this point, you already know I only fuck with legends. And today we got Jurassic Park's finest. One of the coldest niggas to ever grace a mic. Got one of the coldest pens in the history of ink. Therese Deshaun is in the building. What's up, bro? How you doing? What's happening? What's happening? I appreciate that too, man. I mean, a lot to hear you say that, dog. Yo, bro. Like, uh, I was uh, talking to Brian McKnight's son the other day. Uh-huh. And we was talking about R&B and if it's dead. And my initial thoughts were podcasting is kind of eating into R&B. And then I kind of got into your catalog. And I realized that R&B ain't dead. It just kind of shifted into another highway. Because you more R&B to me than, than, than hip-hop. You say I am R&B to hip-hop? Yeah, you you soul music. The essence of soul music for oh, this yeah, generation. Oh, yeah, I definitely can go with that. Yeah, that sounds good. I'm with that. Yeah, you know, and, and I go even as far as to say uh, it's, it's therapy music. For sure. At what point, and we'll we'll kind of like like your story has been told, uh, you know, a lot, um, because you've been everywhere from the Breakfast Club to to Vlad, you know, um, which you absolutely have earned. But at what point did you decide that I want to make music to help me? Mm. I think ever since I ever put words to a beat to help me therapeutically. Um, I used, I used to just put words together all the time just to, you know, get it off my chest. So I would say since the beginning, since I ever put my first recording together, because it was never about, uh, well, I never thought I'd even make it where I am for real. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I thought I would make it to this point. So I just used to do it just for the therapy. You know what I'm saying? How long you been doing it? Man, I've been doing music. Well... I, you know, when they ask me that, I only speak on the, um, you know, the, the, the what, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, as a solidified artist, I would say like seven years, but I've been doing it since I was like nine, like doing just putting words together. And, and do you remember like the first shit you wrote? I never forget the first song. I think I freestyle. I, I never really wrote. Like I never knew how to write. I never learned how to write, um, because it was it was like reading off a piece of paper. It didn't sound right to me. It didn't feel right to me. So I used to just punch in. I mean, I still do to this day. But um, I believe the first instrumental that I ever rapped on was Master P. I always feel like like I used to burn up my dad tapes, his cassette tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know put, my old ass remember that. I, yeah, I used to put the spitball in the, in the top. One of my buddies. <laughs> and I used to uh, rap on the karaoke machine, and I think that's the first one I ever rapped on. Yo, that's you know what's so dope, man. And like, um, like I'm gonna be honest. 
I knew your I knew your music, but I didn't know who did it until we was on the uh, what conference call was that? Uh, was it Digiwax? I think it might it might have been Digiwax. But anyway, I'm looking at you and I'm like, man, I'm I'm rooting for you. Yes, sir. Do you get that from a lot of old heads that are thankful you in the game? Um, in the late, I I I guess in the most recent since we've been doing these interviews lately, mm-hmm. yeah. But I don't think I paid attention to it before in the past. But um, I definitely have you know um shot Akon. Akon definitely told me like, you know, you a you a beast, you a monster with this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I definitely had other people. You know, like you know the other people that probably seen me around some people i don't even want to speak on no more the relationship ain't there no more but yeah you know we 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 a few i can say a few okay you understand it do you know why i'm not sure um you give us hope like it ain't and I, i stick up for this generation all the time because my mother stuck up for my generation when everybody in her generation was hating on hip hop, she was like, look, let these young niggas shine. Basically, she ain't say it that way, but that's in essence what she was saying. Right, and right. I've carried I've carried that with me. And with you, A, you look back and you and you give respect. You you clearly have done your homework and enjoy music before you. And B, you're not afraid to be you. Can't be. I'd rather be me. Than to be somebody else and not be loved for real. I'd rather be me and be hated than to be somebody else and be loved. Okay, so let's see. You've been indie for a minute. Yes, sir. And looking back, was that the best move for you? Um, Looking back, do I think it was the best move for me? Yeah, in a sense. Being that I learned more of the business than I ever would have known if I would have went the other way. Mm-hmm. But then again, if I would have knew what I knew now, I probably would have started major. I would have went major. Okay. Worked my way into being independent, being the things that I know now, knowing the different platforms that becoming a major artist that'll bring, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I had to learn through a lot of mishaps in the States the difference between being independent and the difference between being major. So if I could look back, I would say mm-hmm. it all depends on if I had the same team I had back then, no. Nah. But if I had the team I had now, back then, yeah, I probably would have went major first. Okay. Um, you still fuck with Envy? Yeah, we, yeah me and Envy, uh, we cordial. We still talk here and Okay. Um, I, I, I had never heard that somebody could, could like basically buy buy a song or half a song right. until that i never heard of it either but i can't lie i feel like that was one of the best moves i made in my career as an independent artist why'd you stop though i'll do it again i'll do it again with him yeah but why, why did like what happened why didn't you go further with that um like I say, the team I had back then, okay. I, if I could swap out for the team I got today, I would. Okay, I feel you on that. Back then, I wasn't, you know, I wasn't knowledgeable on a lot of things as I am now. So if I would have, you know, like back then, 
I can't really say what happened. I guess maybe, you know what I'm saying, my lack of knowledge, my lack of understanding of certain things, it did what it did, which I'm grateful for and I'm very appreciative for. So I'm cool with what happened with it. You ever read your comments on YouTube? No, nah, I don't really be on YouTube like that. Bruh, like you, you and I and I, I do this for certain artists, but bruh, you really have got to see the 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 mark you leaving on people's lives, bruh. Like it's just fucking incredible. Like I'm gonna read a couple to you, bruh, because because you just need to know how great you really fucking are. I was in prison when this came out. Every time I heard this on the radio, I just knew I was going to work and accomplish my plans. Now I own my first 18 wheeler a year out. I ain't asked for nothing. I took the heart away. And I just really? randomly went to Hardaway. Yeah, that's hard. <laughs> This is one of the best songs of the decade. Hold had the whole country on fire when it first came out. This song, this is another one. This song motivated my mother. She got off drugs, got us back in her custody. She was on a waiting list to get promoted at her job. Now she got promoted. She getting paid more. We finally moved from the hood. She went back to a better area. She spoils us. She, our mother and our, our, uh, our mother and daughter bond got stronger. I never really asked for nothing, really, because my mother, a hardworking, independent black woman, and that motivates me. You doing shit like this, bro. Oh, yeah, that's crazy, man. Shout out like, to them, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad my parent helped them get over there. That's crazy. Yo, speaking of the joint with Russ, the video. And I've told this a couple of times. It reminded me actually of two, two times I've had really bad nightmares. One, when my mother was living, this was years ago. I called my mother three o'clock in the morning because I had the worst nightmare in my life up to that point. And my mother answered, what mad, what nothing. Well, what's wrong, sweetie? Talk to me about it. Best one of the best conversations I've ever had with my mother. Another time recently, I dreamt I went to hell and it was so vivid, bro. Yeah, it was it was really, really vivid. Let me ask you the last nightmare you had. The last nightmare I had, to be honest with you, was the other day, like two nights ago. Was it one of those you, you woke up and you can like smell the nightmare, you can feel the nightmare? I woke up and thought I was in heaven. Really? Yeah. Well, shit, you're a lot better than me because I literally thought I was in hell, bro. And I could, I you could know, you, see you, it. You, you, you dreamed that you was in hell. I dreamed that I died. And when I woke up and I looked around, I thought I was in heaven. Mm. Wow. Who the first person you tell yeah, about it? Yeah, yeah, I was still scared. Like, oh shit, I died. Whoa, what happened? What's going on, man? Ooh, I had to look at my baby and kiss her and realize that I'm, I'm, I'm alive. I'm woke. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that yeah. shit is creepy as hell, man. Um, <laughs> I think we've all been there. Uh, and I'm kind of, I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm a spastic individual, so I go back and forth. Um, what was being homeless like? Man, the most embarrassing thing. Um, no, the most embarrassing and heartbreaking time I had in my life, um, knowing that you think you got, you know, everything under control, you think you can handle it and you try to do everything right. And you know what I'm saying? It seems like you get the short end of the stick every time and you got to go back. Like, and it's not, it, it, it happened more than once. You know what I'm saying? 
Mm. I don't been up, been down, been up, been down. So it's like it hurt. It, it puts you on a different mental space. It it it, it take it, it give you a different strength. You know what I'm saying? Like it build a different character. It puts you on the border of becoming a hero or being a villain. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So it's like it can make you, it can break you, it can make you strong, it can make you weak, it can make you good, it can make you bad. And fortunate, unfortunately for me, it gave me power, it gave me strength, it gave me wisdom, it gave me knowledge, it gave me understanding. What's the what's the um, the more valuable part, being the hero or the villain? I don't think it's no valuable part in in difference in between the two because it's both structured off pain. Like heroes tend to want to save people from the pain and villains tend to want to make people feel the pain. So it's all the same, but it depends on what direction you go. If I say, hey, I got played with in this industry, so I'm finna play with everybody else. I'm finna make sure I get mine off the top, then I guess I would be considered a a villain. But if I say, hey, since I've been hurt in this industry and since I've been played in this industry, I'ma make sure I get somebody on my wing and I make sure they dodge those speed bumps I went through. I guess that will make me a hero. Mm. That's some real shit right there, bro. So, so speaking of that, who do you have under your wing? Like, who you bringing up? Man, lately, man, I just been focused on myself to get right. I, it's a couple people I listen to, <clears throat> and I coach a little bit. But like I tell them, man, I don't really want to in, invest no time into somebody if I can't invest my whole time into them because I know how they feel coming up under an artist trying to break and it's like i can't do nothing unless this artist doing something and right now i'm trying to get right so it's like i'm building my empire to the point where i can sit back and focus on artists biggest life disappointment since you you got on family and close friends close to family turning in turning into enemies was it that surprising or did you feel like you missed seeing something Certain people, it was too surprising. Like, I still mm. can't believe it to this day. Most people, I feel like I just misread some. I, I ignored it because I was in the moment of trying to be that hero, I guess, bro. <laughs> no lie. Trying yeah. to bring the whole hood with me. And the whole hood ain't with me. That's got to be the most humbling part of success. Is, is learning the art of no, and that no is a whole ass conversation. Yeah, no is the last conversation. Be ready yeah. for that. When you say no, yeah. a lot a lot come behind that no. Trust me, I know. And people's response to that no tells you the type of person they are. Exactly. So, OG-wise, who do you look for? you having some issues, you having problems. Um, professionally and personally, who do you look to to talk to? Honestly, man, I just pray, bro. I pray a lot. I'm really into praying. That ain't no count. Like, I ain't saying that because we doing the interview. It's just that, honestly, the OGs that I used to look up to or the people I used to consider OGs or people I thought were OGs, they didn't, they weren't OGs. They was niggas that I, that was just older. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I just talk to God, man. It's, it's, and I, whatever direction he takes me to, that's where I'm going. What did he say to you? 
A lot of times I ask direct questions, you know what I'm saying? And I listen to see what my spirits say. For example, hey, um, I know I promised my family members I wouldn't never do this type of thing or this, that, and the third. But, you know, I'm in a position where I need to do this type of thing. I hope they can understand should I do it. And, you know, I don't listen for, like, my head. Yes, I, I look for signs. If I get a phone call and somebody say, hey, bro, I don't think you need to do this this weekend because I got somebody trying to book you in Alaska. You know what I'm saying? It be it, mm-hmm. whatever. I just go off of nat- like natural signs, natural feelings. Like, you know, you get that good feeling about things. So I just, when I ask, whatever I feel, whatever's natural, I figure that's speaking. Yo, you know, it's the crazy part is like the, the, the older I get, the, the more questions I got. And the difficulty I have, wait, even wait. to this day, with God, my relationship is 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 like I don't even know how to explain it, bro. But sometimes I get disappointed and feel like it's something wrong with me because I'm he ain't talking to me, or if he is, I'm too stupid to understand that he's talking to me. I wouldn't say that you're stupid. I would probably like me. Like, what well, has to be an uh, overthinker. You try to make sense of everything. You try to understand from your own point of view. If you need. Yeah, my bad, but your phone is breaking up, son. Don't try to understand the destiny. Don't try to. You know what I'm saying? It just, it just is. It's just one of those things that just is. Just like air. It just is. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm a huge overthinker too, man. I overthink fucking cereal. Anyway, um, Tupac. Big inspiration for you, right? What What was it about Tupac? Sorry. Yeah, it's, 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 it's going in and out. Can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Did you hear, you heard okay. what I said? You about your server, your service? Yeah, it was going out, but I was saying, I was saying, um, I was going back to what you were saying when you were like, sometimes you think he not talking to you or you think you just too stupid to understand. I don't think that. I just think that maybe you like me, how I used to be. I was an overthinker. I used to try to make sense of every little thing. I used to try to add this up with this and if it didn't make sense then it couldn't be this but you have to just go off of what it is it is what it is you have to feel it for what it is some things you can't put a sign to you know what i'm saying some things you can't hear a yes some things you gotta feel a yes you gotta understand the yes you gotta you know what i'm saying like you just gotta become one with yourself first um and spiritually you gotta get more powerful you gotta learn how to build strength within you spiritually, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. Like, I, I, I had a, a life-changing surgery a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. And, like, I, it was heart surgery. And, yo, like, it just changed so much about how I see things, how I hear things, just everything about who I am. And it's hard maintaining relationships being this different. Oh yeah. Yes, it yeah. A lot of relationships get tarnished after you wake up. Oh my I can't I can't 
I can't imagine like the 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 burden that you got to carry. People don't people don't talk about that enough with success because there's a heavy burden right. with that. Right. They don't talk about it because they don't understand it. You know what I'm saying? And I mean, well, I mean, you know, the uh, the rest of the world, but I'm pretty sure it's other, like artists. You know what I'm saying? That can speak in depth on it because I know I can. It's a very deep burden all the way down to my kids, family members, um, friends, old relationships, old engagements. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like <clears throat> you walk around with the with the world on your shoulder, and that world get heavier and heavier every day because you, you can't satisfy everybody in that world. And it's like you trying and you trying. You can't pull here, you can't pull there. And when you hear you ain't doing right over there, you ain't doing right over there. You ain't doing right over here. Um, then you still got to do music, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You still got to work. You still got to travel. You still got to hold your composure. You still have to be an influence to the other people in the world that depend on you. And it's like people don't understand. I think that's one of the like, most powerful things you can do in the world is, is be strong enough to continue to keep going and handle your business no matter what you're going through. Is it worth it? And when you get weak, you know what I mean? Which we all do. I know I do. When I get weak, you know what I'm saying? I try my best to hide it. But sometimes I reveal it because I ain't perfect. You know what I'm saying? Is all that shit worth Is it worth it, though? I'm going to be honest with you. If I, it, I, To me, personally, me as the Reds today, no. If I could go back and just find me somebody like I used to, like I you before I became an artist, I used to just make beats and write songs for people who I thought could rap, right? Mm -hmm. And I like I, I guess I was gonna be like a Barry Gordy or something one day. I was gonna have me a label and just put these artists out, put these artists out. So I noticed that can't nobody do it like how I do it, so I had to do it. And that's mm -hmm. when I became an artist, and that's when it was fun. But then when I became, when it became a job, when it became a business, when it became, oh, your friend this, your friend that, oh, you got enemies here, like, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm straight. I don't even want to do this. Really? Yeah, for what, real. Was there, like, a moment where that transition took place, or was it just a slow trickle? It was multiple moments. It was moments where... Man, it's so deep. Like I don't even want to say certain things, but it was multiple moments. It okay, was moments. It was moments with best friends, you know. Got jealous of anything that I was doing. I guess maybe because that was their dream. They wanted to pursue, but they didn't do what I did. They didn't take the risk I took. They didn't grind the way I grinded. Like you know what I'm saying? It creates mm -hmm. a jealousy effect. And the person that I would have gave the whole entire world to try to take my life away. Like, you get what I'm saying? It's like that Joyner Lucas video. You seen that one? Nah, I ain't seen it. Oh my God. You gotta check this one out. It's uh I don't know the name of the song, but it's I think it's his his latest song. And he got this brother giving him a toast. And he talking about all the good shit he did. And then it turns a little bit and it started talking about the shit that the, his boy was supposed to be doing and it was kind of his fault that he wasn't doing. Mm. Yeah, I'm telling I you. Gotta, 
Yeah. Yes, the light skin oh. dude. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, I gotta, I gotta go, yeah, I gotta go. Check it out. Yo, speaking of videos, bro, like, like I don't, I, oh damn, I'm not sure. Okay, yeah, it, it just you just disappeared there for a second. Um, are you doing the treatments for your videos, or do some, you know, you just pretty much let the director do what they gonna do? Most of the time, I let the directors do it. Shout out, uh, Salt Vision, um, she my creative director. But a lot of times I definitely have input. I have definitely, every video I did, I definitely had input. But I let thoughts just like take whatever I can think of and she put it together. Okay. And London on the track, how, how did y'all meet? Man, me and London on the track met long, 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 long time ago. Like, bottom, bottom. First he was working with um school and the rich kids. But then he started working with Dunk, my my, my brother who passed, long live Dunk. Um, that's how I think I initially met him from working with Dunk. And from there, we just bonded all the way to today. Because y'all got a chemistry, bro. Like, I fucks with your music heavy, but ain't nothing like you and London on the track together. Yeah, man, that was a fresh sound. Both of us with that pain, both of us with that talent, both of us with that knowing how to work this music, man. Why your man ain't getting the credit that he deserves as far as being the producer of this generation? You saying why he's not getting the credit? Yes. I'm not sure, man. It's worth. I mean, you know, you know how the game goes. Shit, I don't know. They pick and choose who they want to. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Do you? I, I remember in one of the interviews you said you don't feel like you're getting the flowers you deserve. Do you feel like you're getting them now? I ain't gonna lie. When I said that last time, I felt like a certain some a certain group of people supposed to gave me my flowers, and I want to take that back. I do get my flowers, like you say from the comments you just read. Them flowers, all the flowers I need. I don't care about the other folks. You know what I'm saying? As long as the people who I'm helping and changing their life, them enough flowers for me, and I appreciate it. So yeah, I'm getting them, and I've been getting them. I just was looking at it different. You know, the different influences in my life try to make me see something that i didn't see at, at first you get what i'm trying to say like yeah, yeah at first it wasn't i never cared about if uh you know they give me a bet award or if they give me a grant like i don't care about that i never did right mm -hmm. i care about what these people saying like that lady oh she changed her life got all drugs got her kids back that's them my flaws you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. and i've been getting those i just ain't paid attention to them because people want to let me know that them was flowers. They was saying that's that's that would come with it. That what you supposed to get. Like you know what I'm saying? That that's that's actually so untrue, bro. Cause I, it's a lot of niggas that they comments. They turn they they have to turn their comments off because they're so horrible. Right. You know. So no, that don't come with it, bro. Like you earn those. I mean, I respectfully to whoever said that, but I completely disagree. You have to be a certain type of individual and put out a certain type of energy and a certain type of music to match that energy to get those type of comments. Right. You know, so. Okay, so Tupac, what was it about Tupac, man, that, that just did it for you? The motivation, the uh, the pain in his voice, the power in his voice, 
the way he knew how to talk, put words together, the way he painted the picture, the way he invoked my emotions. Like, I can go outside, go through something, come in the house, play park, and feel like, all right, we good. We strong. We gangster. We got this. <laughs> yeah, that nigga will make you want to start a revolution, go kill a nigga, and call your mama all in the same CD. Yeah, facts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yo, um, you have you, you you got features with everybody, man, from Moneybag Yo to I mean just just fucking to two chains. Yeah. Who have you actually been in the studio with? Um I mean I've been in the studio with a lot of folk, but I don't think I ever did a feature with nobody for real in the studio. I don't know. That's a good question. I never thought about it. Do you feel like you're missing out on that? Um, nah, like I say, I don't been in the studio with artists, you know what I'm saying? We being there, we work, you know, we kicking. You know, I write songs too for other artists, so I just don't think I ever collab on a song in mind with an artist like in the studio. I think I work and be like, oh shit, let me send this to what you call it. You know what I'm saying? You write a song with someone with, with an intentional person, or you write a song and you just put you, your people put it out there. Well, it all depends. Um, some song it's 50 50. Some mm-hmm. of my team, I ask who y'all here on this, or uh, should I do it myself? Or uh, some I specifically be like, hey, look, I wrote this for Chris Brown, I need to get this to Chris Brown. Hey, I wrote this for um, uh, Usher, we need to figure out how to get this to Usher. Hey, I wrote this for. Trey songs. We need to get him in the studio tonight. He need to record this hook for me. Like you get what I'm saying? So you writing songs for 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 singers? Yeah, yeah, yeah I write for R&B artists. I, if a rapper need help, I got bars. No matter what rapping they do, I do my type of music. That for me. But believe me when I tell you, I'm a beast on every aspect of music that you could think of. So is that where you're going with it? Like, like after you decide, I want to hang it up as far as performing and being a quote-unquote artist yourself? Yeah, that's pretty much where it's going to go. I'm always, I'm always had a little music, love for music and be involved with music some type of way. So I'm pretty sure that besides my little Barry Gordy dream that I'm still trying to catch one day, um, yeah, I'm going to just be a writer. You know what I'm Yo, and do me a favor. Be the Barry Gordy in Detroit, not that nigga that went to California. <laughs> Fast, yeah. The one that goes through the talent shows. And right. it, you did, yeah. Yes, be that nigga. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to bring somebody up, man. Oh, my God, man. Because I'm from Detroit, man. And, and, and you know, my mama's from, the, you know, my, my everybody, my family. And, yep. you know, like, even now, like the museum, when you see the museum, it's just like the White House. They showed a beautiful part of the museum. That shit is in the bottom. It's in the hood, hood. You know, mm-hmm. but when he left, man, niggas was tight about that, deservedly so. And it changed Motown. Yeah. Let me ask you this. Songwriters, do you, are you, uh, are you, do you look back at other songwriters and study them? The crazy thing about it is, man, I never, I never personally, well, yes, I have. I never personally knew any songwriter. I thought every artist wrote their own music, right? Mm-hmm. Until I started working with people like um, Sean Garrett, 
uh, hmm. um, um, who else I don't wrote? London J. Um, and it's many more. I just can't think. Them the two I can think off off the top. I don't work mm-hmm. with them multiple times. You know what I'm saying? Working with London on the track and working on other stuff for other artists, but. I, I always thought artists wrote their own music. No cap. <laughs> what happened when you found out they didn't? I said, I can't wait to tear this lane up because I don't even want to be a rapper for real. Why do you think they, like, I, 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 maybe I missed the songs where you, like, just straight up just spitting bars. What what songs are, like, put me up on something where you just straight up spitting bars. Most of mine, you can look on my features if you, like I do, like if you ever hear me on a feature song, I ain't gonna let mm. nobody hear me. So I'm gonna put it together. My music is more so therapy for me. So I'm saying what I want to say for how I feel. And if it's a message, it's a message. If it come out, it come out. You know what I'm saying? But um, I don't know. What could I say? Bars. I don't even think I released nothing like that yet because they had me in this box of I only do pain music. You know what I'm saying? Did they put you in that box or did you? They put me in the box. When I record an album, uh-huh. I record a very diverse catalog of music. Like, and they hand with my old team. Let's say that. Okay. Okay. And they hand picked. They hand picked their own. Oh, this what we trying to build. This what we can market. This what we can do. So in a sense, yeah, they. I, they put me in the box, but I put myself in that box by by fucking with them. And I knew ahead of time that this is all they could do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Did, did Hardaway, the success of that song, did that keep you more so in the box or give you the courage to jump out? I think Hardaway gave me the courage to jump out because I felt like Hardaway, I didn't know it was going to do that. I had no intentions of it doing that. So I figured if I put my energy into trying to create a song like that, I most definitely could do it. Yo, and, and by the way, the ad-libs, nigga, Jeezy-esque. Like, <laughs> like, like, I know Jeezy didn't create the ad-libs, but when yeah. it comes to ad-libs, that, yeah, you know, like, don't nobody, up until now, where ad-libs are really way more part of the song, but nigga, like the ad libs, especially on Hardaway. Oh yeah. my God, man! Your idea or or somebody else's? Man, I just get in there, bro. When I get in there, I'm in there. It just happened. Like I don't, like I don't really put this. I don't. The crazy thing about me and how I put a song together, I don't put it together. It just happens. It just, I just go in there and flow. Whatever happens, happens. Whatever I hear, I feel in. Whatever gaps, I feel in. At what point did your parents say, okay, this nigga made it? Mm. I don't know. I ain't never asked, to be honest. I never asked. Like, bro, I be so into it. I don't, like, I really don't, um, I don't know, bro. I be in another world. I don't really think about it, for real. I be in another world, bro. So what? At what point did you feel like you made it? I think when I felt like it made it, I think I felt like I made it like twice with that song. Okay. <clears throat> when I heard um, 
when I was in the club in Atlanta at eleven forty five, um, DJ Ant Dirty, he was playing the record and he cut the music off. And the whole club was singing the song word for word. And this when I was still, you know what I'm saying, I ain't even gonna lie, I was still sleeping on the floor, like I ain't even believe it was gonna do nothing. Mm. So it's like I hear the whole club just singing a song. I down there draw the tear. Like, what? They singing my shit? You know what I'm saying? That was the first time, and I think the second time, when Birdman was playing in the ride around in the contour there, day, I was like, oh, yeah, this shit must be a hit. Yo, speaking of that nigga, man, shout out to Birdman. But yeah. I didn't know you was at the Breakfast Club during his uh, super famous rant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we was we was in attendance. <laughs> Yo, and that was some. Now that you got some years past y'all with that, and everybody seems to have kind of you know made up and everybody cool. You just sit back and 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 watch the clips and laugh your ass off. Man, if I told you, you wouldn't even believe me, man. I I hate going back in my past, bro. I try to keep going forward as much as I can. I hate looking backwards because looking back was hurt. You know what I'm saying? Looking backwards is very painful. And I just try to, you know, and I can tell you why. <clears throat> okay. Looking back will show me all the people I lost, show me mm. all the things I sacrificed for people who not even here no more. Um, it showed me all the people that I lost to death, to jail, to jealousy, hate. It showed me all the time that I lost with my kids. That now they older, they got some type of resentment towards me, not mm. understanding what I was doing. Um, me looking in my past. Remind me of how alone I was, how lost I was, how doped up I was on drugs. Like, and are I you looking at that wrong, though, bro? I'm sorry to cut you off, but are you looking at that because you're looking at it from everything you've lost, and I see everything you've gained as a result of those actions. Man, I could be, but I know for me, when I look at a picture and I can realize in that picture how much love I had for somebody, or how much we've been through, and now it ain't here. It like kind of reopen the scar that I don't even want to open up. But then you got to realize the person that ain't there was replaced by somebody more genuine. Mm, in a sense, I could say that, but I ain't replaced nobody. I'm still out here dolo. <laughs> you feel me? You didn't replace them, but just like your team before. Was yeah. it, it, it was a different situation. The energy was 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 not where it needed to be, and now you got a better team. Oh yeah, for sure. Now I can say that. Yeah, for the team, but I mean, you know, like the part, like man, I got fam, man, I got it's family members, bro, that I can't even. If I go to a family reunion, I'm like, yeah, I'm cool, I'm out. If I see a, you know what I'm saying? If I see a certain face, I'm gonna give you a story about my uncle. My uncle was a long, a lifelong crackhead. Lifelong, yeah. my whole—I can't even remember him not smoking crack. Now he had periods where he just smoked crack recreationally, and then he would go back to just being a full-fledged crackhead. Yeah. Passed away some years ago. My wife was like, "We got to go to the funeral now," and he had robbed me before. Yeah. I'm like, "Fuck that nigga! I don't want to go to the funeral." And my yeah. wife is like, "My this is right after we got married." My wife was like, "We going to this funeral? I go to the funeral, and then looking back, I don't remember him robbing me." Like when I when I think about him, I don't remember him robbing me. I remember the times where he was helpful. So 
even though there was some ugly shit that he did. And when he robbed me, he didn't just rob me financially. He 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 ruined the best friend, the best friendship relationship I had ever had in my life at that point. Yeah. My best friend since I was in third grade. We was doing our thing. My uncle robbed me, fucked it all up. But I don't remember the, the fuck up in him. I remember him being encouraging. I remember him looking out for my mama, my aunties. You know, I remember it was way more shit that I didn't think about because of that one act that now I do think about. And I guess that's my point. Like even the, the fucked up people, at some point, you'll be able to look at the, the beauty of that person because every fucked up person got something beautiful in them. That's true. Every, they, every fucked up person got something beautiful. But in my mind, man, I just be feeling like from what I've been through, the beauty was all a lie. Whatever I, whatever I did love, it was a lie. Whatever I did have, it was a lie because it would have never came to this. Like, like, people used to say I'm loyal to a fault. You get what I'm saying? I do. Like, no matter what, I used to forgive, 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 forgive. Yeah, my buddy took this. My buddy took that. My buddy ran off. My buddy did that. He snuck this. And I used to forgive, forgive, forgive. Being that as a leader or as a brother, you're supposed to know all your people's flaws. So once you learn your flaws, you keep them from flying you in that manner. And that's when I knew I right, I took them away from I took them away from being able to flaw this way. And mm -hmm. you found another way to flaw me. So it wasn't love. It was it was it was a mask pulled over my face. You know what I'm saying? They seen what I couldn't see. Oh, this nigga gonna be somebody, this nigga gonna be popular, this nigga gonna make it, this nigga gonna be rich, or whatever the case may be, whatever they thought. And they pulled that mask over my face and made me believe in something that they didn't even believe in themselves. Loyalty. You know what I'm saying? Mm, okay. So that's why it hurt me to go back. Mm. With family members. Even with family members. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I've been the black sheep of my family, but I still had them one that we locked in with. But then as soon as we, as soon as we make it, I mean, as soon as my name... The red sun all on the radio, all on the internet. Now you, hey, cuz, come pull up at my house party. Hey, cuz, hey, bro, hey, you my lost brother. All that lane. What was that? You feel me? What you was that about with all these motherfuckers? Huh? I feel you on that one. You feel me? Like, so I yeah. don't even fuck them pits, fuck them, fuck the past. I mean, now, to that extent, but the past did make me who I am in the future. It, it, I'm appreciative of the things I went through that made me stronger. Made me wiser, made me more knowledgeable, and um, you know all of that. But sometimes in the past, I just hate to go there, man. Who you listening to? Right now, I listen to G Herbo. Um, damn, what my boy from Philly name? Um, damn, I can't remember his name, man. Meet me, artist. I don't know, man. I'm an old nigga that don't listen too much. Although, your shit has been like, I'm dead ass, man. Your shit has been in absolute heavy rotation. Uh, that like, way? Yeah, for me, personally. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's hard. I appreciate that, man. Like, I pull up to work, nigga, every morning, and, and, and I'm, I'm listening to Derez Deshaun. Like, it's, it, it's like, you know, like, I, I literally, man, you like a. It's just, it's just a, a you have developed a beautiful culture in, in music. 
appreciate that, man. Thank you. Oh, shit, man. You're doing your thing, bro. What's next for you? Man, whatever guy I got for me, man, I'm with it all. I'm trying to do make... music. I'm trying to do more writing. Does it even make sense putting out an album nowadays? Um, if you ask me, uh, it, it, it depends on, you know, what you're doing. It depends on how consistent you is. I think that you can survive in this industry nowadays by singles. You can drop singles, tell the clubs, tell the streaming, and once it burn out, drop another one. I don't think people really appreciate whole catalogs like they used to. Because mm-hmm. nowadays, people's attention span is so short. They always ready for something else, something else, something else, something else. So me personally, if you're not going to be consistent, Damn. <sighs> just went black on us. Um, but he's still here. I think it's just uh his connection is just y'all know how it is, man. We all go through that shit, man. Yo, man, that that's what a dope ass motherfucker, man. Like I, I, I have to give a young brother some, some absolute credit on this one. And 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 hopefully one of these days he's he looks back and, and sees this. And realize that even when he wasn't here, man, um, I really, you know, and, and shout out to Mr. Black, man, who says, I love this man, Bars. He always gets his story off how you think it. And that's absolutely, absolutely true. I'm back. All right. Let me uh, get this one out of here. I don't. I don't know if we. I'm not. It's not echoing or anything, is it? No, you good. Okay. Well, it's because it's two of you on the screen. So, I wanted to make sure I can kick one of them out without kicking you both out. Um, hip hop wise, how far are you going back as far as your hip hop history? Um, I don't. I don't listen to everybody, even people way before my time. Uh. Like, you know, as far as me growing up, listening to what I was listening to, like, I don't went back to, well, you say hip-hop. So, I guess I think the farthest that I went back was with my dad listening to, like, you know, back in old Master P, old No Limit. Um, I think he might have played Heavy D and the Boys before. Oh, man. Now, that nigga don't get enough credit. Oh yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I used to, I'm gonna tell you a secret, right? So you know how you said did I study? Uh, uh, when I used to study hip hop or whatever I was doing, I used mm-hmm. to tell myself, right? Oh, I'm fat, right? I'm gonna be a fat singing, rapping, dancing nigga, like Heavy <laughs> D. You feel me? <laughs> yeah. But I ain't got the dance moves, so I ain't got. <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Yeah. Yo, I, I got a chance to interview Pete Rock, though, man, his cousin. Oh, so that was pretty fu- Yeah, that was pretty fucking dope, man. Yeah, Heavy yeah. D was fire, though. Yeah. Doesn't get the respect that he deserves, man, but he absolutely was fire. Um, when you hang it up, what do you, what do you want them to say about your career? I just want them to say, that's the real Deshaun. I don't, they, however they look at me, 
I'm gonna paint the picture, and however they see it, they can see it however they want to see it. But I just want them to be honest with themselves when they say that's the red shine. You feel what I'm saying? You you ain't got no arrogance in you at all. Nah, man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm, I'm cool. Shit, what you know? I think it's a blessing that I don't have that in me, though. You know, like I just want them to say that's the red shine for real. You gonna tell me? You don't hear niggas on the radio. And niggas that's quote unquote bigger than you are, and you don't be like this nigga's trash. No, nah, cause these niggas do they on I, I ain't never had that in me. You feel me? Oh my god. I ain't never I, had I, that I say that about I'm I, apparently I got that in me because I say that about other niggas that do interviews and shit, and I'd be like, man, this nigga's trash. It was at a point in time when they said my shit was trash, and now they're doing what I'm doing. You feel me? Or doing what I did. Let's say that. Did you start the genre? I can't say that I started the genre because the people in the past, like DMX, uh, Devin the Dude, the guy, uh, I mean, um, the Ghetto Boy, like we can keep going, you know what I'm saying? I can't say that I started rapping about pain and all that, but I can say that I oh, I, re- I reinvented it at a time when everybody was telling me, oh, it's you crying. Don't nobody want to hear you singing. You ain't no R&B nigga. You ugly. Uh, everybody, everybody was talking about they trapping and hitting licks and killing and shit. I'm out here telling them how, how fucked up my day was. You feel me? Yo, so I, I can't say that I created something. But I definitely stood tall on that shit and made it something today, or made it bigger than it was. You know, last, what I mean? time, last time you cried. If I told you that, so I'll be in my business. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we 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 gonna roll past that one. You mentioned Devin the dude. Devin the dude, the dude is classically underrated. I'm not sure why that nigga does not get the props that he should. But yo, Devin the dude, if you ever hear this, man, there is, and I'm sure you already know, but there is it's a lot of us out here, man, that think that you are God tier. Oh, yeah, it that is. Name too. Like I discovered people on, on accident, like for example, Devin the dude. I didn't know who that was, but I heard one song, um, I don't know, maybe on a movie or some clip or uh, Instagram. I don't know where I heard that, but the anything plenty, man, and it's better than nothing at all. I fell in love with that song and just typed in Devin the Dude. Let me see who this nigga is. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> that nigga catalog is legendary, bro. Yup, Devin the Dude, Zero, Trade the True. Okay, so let, so let we talking hip hop now. Um, let me get your top five from from the south. From the south? Yes. Andre three thousand. Okay. Future. Definitely. Um, from the south. Ti. Okay. Um. Bun and B, Bun B and um and, and Pimp C. So UGK as a collective. Yeah, yeah, UGK as a collective. If you're gonna do that, though, just personally, I would say Outcast instead of Andre Three Thousand because Big Boy is so slept on. Yeah, 
Right, but see, I ain't gonna lie though. I definitely, I definitely rock with Big Boy, and I definitely rock with out. Well, that I'm saying, Outkast Nick, then. But okay. Andre Alone is number one in my book. Number one. Number one from the south. Yes, sir. Oh, I'm definitely gonna have to say Scarface on that one. No, nah, Scarface hard. No, he he definitely hard. But see, like I say. I want I I ain't really I ain't you know what I'm saying I ain't no I feel you. I feel you. Andre is 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 a little bit more closer to the to your generation than Scarface is. But yo, like man, have you ever seen Scarface perform? No, sir. I haven't had a chance. Bruh, like you, you do your soul a favor and go see that nigga live. I will, man. I'm, I just got into concert too. Like I never, no. like, like I never, like man, music changed me in so many ways. Like I never was a, I never was a, um, like a hip hop head or nothing like that. But now I be looking up certain stuff, trying to see, you know, like how can I reinvent me from learning from others? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. I never did concerts. I never did none of that. Like I was a plain Jane nigga from the. Again, I don't think that there is a better person. You know, I've been going to concerts, you know, for shit, 30 years. Yeah. I've never seen anyone control a room like Scarface. Yeah. And I mean, like, he, 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 he'll talk about the song a little bit. He'll give you a little history about his life a little bit. He, he controls the tempo, the energy, the just, it's just a clinic on how to control the crowd. Like that dude was, yeah, it doesn't get any better than that. And I didn't see everybody from Run DMC to that nigga. And I, man, um, surprisingly, you saying that? You saying that? I don't know what, what, who sang this song, but uh, my dad used to play that. I always feel like I'm planning on the edge somehow. What he, what he, what they was saying? <laughs> Don't push me because I'm, I'm close to the edge. edge. I'm trying yeah, yeah. not to lose my I head. That's classic right there. My dad used to be playing that shit on the Saturday, cleaning it up, man. I used to be like, what the fuck is this, man? <laughs> Is that Grandmaster Flash? I think it is. And somebody's gonna correct me at some point. I think that's Grandmaster Flash, but don't don't shoot me, man. Um, you know, yeah, surprisingly, Yin Yang twins, nigga, great in concert. Oh yeah. Yes, yes. And I and I'll say it again. I was not the biggest fan of Yin Yang twins until I saw them niggas perform live recently. And these niggas went. And shit was is just a beautiful thing, man. Um, I ain't gonna take up too much more of your time. I, I see you didn't got to your destination and shit. Yeah. Um, if people want to get in touch with you, bro, how they go about doing that? Man, um, <clears throat> all my my social medias are at the Red Deshaun. Uh, my t- except for my TikTok, it's the real the Red Deshaun. Um. And if they trying to get in touch with, like, do some business with me, man, it's in my bio. It's out that business line, bro. Get in touch with Rocky or Manny. And we'll set it up. 
Yo, and they was they was extremely professional too, by the way. Oh yeah, man. Who my dog, man? We trying to eat, baby. We trying to get to the tizzle. Yeah, I'm not mad at you, man. Um, I don't think there's anything I could possibly do for you, bro. But if there ever is, please don't don't hesitate to reach out. And let me know. Oh yeah, for sure, man. Just stay in touch with us, man. We can tap in. You know what I'm saying? I can see how we can. You know what I'm saying? Put something together with each other. Yeah, because I live in Cleveland, man. If you ever here, please, uh, or you coming this way, Cleveland or Detroit. Okay, cool. Or, or Pittsburgh, you know, somewhere in the Midwest, let a nigga know. I'll show up. Y'all see I'm in forever daddy mode. <laughs> hey, man, let me ask you this. Like, 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 first time you hurt, you held your first child, what was, what was you thinking? I got to change my life right now today. I gotta be here for her. Oh, I fought out of one son, man. And my firstborn was a girl, and I knew then I gotta be here for her and show her what a man is. Then I had a son, and the same feeling. I gotta be him, be here, and show him what a man is. And that's no cap. You know what I'm saying? Like, okay, I got three daughters that are grown, and my first thought was, "Fuck, I don't want my daughter." To meet a dude like me, man, I'm t- I rapped about it. Hope my daughter never meet a nigga like me, nigga. Ain't shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, oh, nigga. Like that's the scariest thing right there. Hi, how, how you doing, cutie? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, she looks just like you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, yeah, we here. All right, man. I'm gonna let you go ahead and uh, do your thug thizzle, bro. I thoroughly appreciate you for uh, tapping in with me, man. It has been an honor and a privilege, bro. Oh um, no, I appreciate you for having me, man. And again, excuse me for my tardiness early, man. I ain't know I had to click like three different links to get here. You know what I'm saying? Well, see, I wasn't gonna even gonna say anything, bro. I was gonna tell people I was taking a shit. <laughs> excuse my language. I'm sorry, sweetie, but that's, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I'm just I'm keeping a buck, you know. Like everything, everybody don't need to know everything. Yeah, you, go, fair, fair. you know, go ahead and do your thing, man. Enjoy your day, man, and tell your family I said thank you for 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 allowing me a little bit of your time and shit. And whoever was in the car with you, man, very very oh, dope. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Again, I appreciate you for having me, brother. Anytime, man. No doubt, man. You have a good one, bro. Ah, uh, you too, one. All right, peace. Yo, that that was just uh, you know, I can't thank the brother enough. Very, very, just uh, a, a a unique type of individual, man. Just a, a beautiful spirit, a beautiful soul, and I wish that brother all the success in the history of success, man. Uh. And don't forget, man. Oh, damn, ooh, ooh, that felt good. Man. I had to burp a little bit. I got Chief coming on in a half an hour, 29 minutes. That should be another dope conversation. Oh, and next week, I got the legend Nick Speed coming on, man. Oh, yo, and then the week after that, come on, bro. Come come on. Your boy is just out. I'm, 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 I got Malcolm Jamal Warner to 27. Um, and I, I could go on for next month. I'm not going to stop right there. Um, 
shout out to you, man. I, I, I hope you have a dope-ass day on purpose. And as always, man, this has been brought to you by M3S3 Clothing. I am Jobs. Um, and as always, on the Mighty Mighty Nerve DJ's radio network, shout out to Big Health, shout out to T-Rex, shout out to the OG's OG, DJ Johnny O, and I'm out. I'll see you in a minute.